0: Okay, what's up? This is the second, not second. What's this third? Chaos reigns. If you can hear shit in the background, that's that's on y'all um, because I'm out here just recording shit. So, a few things have happened since last time we spoke. I turned 33. Uh, that's wavy, you know. Being alive is always a plus. Uh, being alive when you definitely did not expect to be alive is always a plus. And what can you do? You know? What can you do? Except not die. But I am... This one... There's a few things I actually want to fucking talk about. There's this weird fad that's happening it's probably been happening on social media to where people tell you how fucking toxic they are how undateable they are how unapproachable they are how mean they are how they don't want to talk to anybody but then in a few tweets later how they're so fucking lonely like and it's usually dudes bitch ass dudes and females like you can't go through, I get you don't want everybody to come talk to you, but if you're attractive, that's not really how this shit works, boy or girl. Like It's, you're, you're, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you keep telling people how unlikable you are and how unapproachable you are, people are going to start to act accordingly. And they're just not gonna fuck with you. Like you can't be like, oh, I'm no one friend that cancels plans, and then any of your friends that are on the peripheral, they'll be like, well, I guess I'm just not gonna ask them because they're not gonna fucking show up. You're ruining your chance to make to make better friends, to have more friends. Like just because you have your core friends doesn't mean that there aren't subsidiary for, or not subsidiary auxiliary friends that you can become cool with. And for me, it helped. Like, being in that situation to where an auxiliary friend, like a friend of a friend, helped me out when I moved to fucking Florida. Like, my homeboy, Matt, me and him were always cool. We were always cool. We never really kicked it just me and him, though, but we were always cool. Because whenever I saw him at B-Rob, it's all love. Like, But I was B's friend, and he's B's friend. That's kind of how we saw each other. He He saw me as B's other friend, and I saw him as B's homeboy. And so with that, because I love B so much, I always had love for Matt. From jump. That's always how it's been. But when I moved to Florida, he was an auxiliary. Like, he was, we became closer. We became friends of art. we became our own set of friends. Like, we had our own connection, our own experiences. Like, our own, our own rapport. If I'd have just been on some, I don't want new friends and all this other shit, me and him probably wouldn't have been as cool. You know? Like we knew each other but we didn't know each other. But we got to know each other as our as the year went on. And I've never understood people just wanting to have this existence to where they have zero positive influence and they allow zero other positive influence zero positive influence outside of their core group of friends to come through them come to them. That seems mad whack to me. It seems very tedious. You know, I'd go so far as to say that is just not Christ-like. And I'm not the huge, the biggest Christian, not by far, but you got to think. Jesus had, if the story's right, 12 homeboys and Mary. So that's 13 people he's cool with. And he's traveling, making friends with other people. He still had his core friend group, but he still was friends he still was able to make other friends. Like, I, I don't, I've never gotten it. And, like, girls do that shit and it's fucking annoying. Like, you realize, like, you're, you're talking as if you have a bunch of time to pick the guy that you want. And a bunch of time, if you want a family, a bunch of time to have a family. If that's not what you want, I get it. Cool. Do you. bomb all means. Make it happen, Captain? But you're also talking as if the top, the dudes that would be best for you. That you're attracted to the most. Aren't going to get snatched up. Like I saw this post. That this girl put. And it was Chrissy. It was like. Like she had wife material. Written all over him. But he couldn't read. Like no. Like one. Here's the thing. There's so many girls that have wife material. Written all over them. There's a bunch. Like it's like walking. There's a. The analogy I would I would use is go to go to the Netherlands, see the tulip fields. Every one of those tulips is unique and beautiful, and be perfect in whatever vase that you put, or perfect where the fuck they are if you want to leave them there. But if every girl's dope, because I'm not gonna go. I don't say all women are trash. That's that's not true. That's not that's hyperbolic and fucking false. But I'm not gonna. There's not a how do I fucking say this in the way that it needs to come up, come out. There are not a lot of opportunities in which the universe gives you shots at real love, no matter how pretty you are, no matter how rich you are, guy, girl, gay, straight, or different doesn't matter. You can't keep ruining it and pushing it away. And then wondering why no one wants to fucking hang around like I have this one, homie. She's the biggest fucking flake on this planet, but constantly posts about being lonely. You flake on everybody, everybody. And like, I would want to hang out, but and I had nothing sexual with it at all. Nothing. Not the inkling of sex at all. Just to be there for this person and hang out with them and give them good energy, positive vibes all around. And just nothing. Flake. Super flake. Did not hear from him for weeks. They'd pop up and go, bro, you're just going to be lonely your entire fucking life because people are going to start to see you as not cool. People are going to start to see you as a liability. Like, I can't count on you. If you're flaking on me for little stuff, then I'm definitely not going to ask you for big stuff. I'm definitely not going to be there for you. like as much as I would want to. Like, I'm not going to know when you need me because you never reach out to anybody. So your whole life could be crumbling the fuck down. I could be in a position to help. But if you fucking flake on something little, then the other person just naturally is not going to have an inclination to help you out. And it's tragic because it doesn't have to be like that. I think people are so afraid of getting hurt. And I get it, dude. I got hurt and fucking moved to Florida. But you still stay open to the possibilities. I'm in for hurt, and like I was, and I happened to meet two of my very cl- best friends, and that's just kind of how it's. it's it, I guess for guys, we have to stay open. Guys can't be bitter because it'll go to who hurt you, and that no one they say that no one gives a fuck. They'll just be like, "Well, just get over it, bitch." You you're still not over the dude who broke your heart in junior in high school. You still call, you're still saying niggas ain't shit off that. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like the 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 double speak. The cognitive dissonance that goes with that fucking ploy. And it's annoying. Like, I'm st- I'm just going to stop associating with people like that. If you're constantly telling people. Like, it's a weird clout chase. You're doing this shit so people say, oh, no, but you're such a great person. It's your same friends. It's you and your same group of lonely ass girlfriends or dude friends circle jerking each other. Like, no one's holding you accountable for your own shitty actions and your own shitty personality you're being a very shitty person and i can see why no one wants to fucking hang out with you on a consistent basis because you're a shitty person like i'm just not good around crowds most people aren't that doesn't mean you have to be a shitty person and not hang out with anybody like what the fuck is wrong with you why do you feel you're so special to people should want to fawn over your attention to be around you but you should never have to repay for that, like repay repay that, that effort. I don't I don't get it. I do not get it. And it's disheartening, like bro. There's so many ways to communicate with people, yet you ch- and reach out, but yet you choose to not. And but then wallow in your abject loneliness. If you're if you're going to tell people you don't talk to them, you don't want them to talk to you, cool. But don't complain about being lonely, because you come off as a jackass, a massive fucking jackass. And dudes never hold girls up. Like stop it. If a girl from now on, dudes, if a girl keeps posting, men are trash. Just delete the bitch. Do you want to... Are you that hard up for some vagina that you're just going to keep letting this chick bash you? Because that's what she's doing. She's an all-men are trash. Well, not all-men. Bitch, if you think all-men are trash, that's on you. I guess we all trash it. Become a lesbian. Oh, but you won't become a lesbian. So shut the fuck up. Shut up. Any sensible dude who wants to deal with your bullshit... Well, I'm not even bullshit. Who wants to deal with whatever... Help you... help you heal and and help you grow and to be a better person is not just going to take or It's not it's going to stop pursuing someone who's clearly saying i don't want to be pursued so if you're saying hey I, want, I don't want to be pursued and you're not tagging the person who or adding the person who you want to pursue you we're all just going to take it as all right you just don't want to be pursued we're just going to ignore you we're just going to ignore you that's it i'm going to ignore the fuck out of you Like, because you've made your choice. You're you're over 25. You're over 21 years old. You're now legally allowed to drink and buy cigarettes. And pay taxes. And go to war. I'm not going to keep treating you like a child. Like, I say like a lot, I'm sorry. Guys understand the benefit of a good partner. A good teammate. So even at our lowest point, if someone wants to be with us to help us out of that low point, if we feel the vibe is right and the, and the connection's good, we're gonna bring this person in. I think it's only mostly women that do this shit and who are perpetually single. Like, oh, my life's not where I want it to be right now, so I just don't date. Like. Don't you think someone could help you get your life to where you want it to be? I may know things that you don't know. I may have a perspective that you don't know. I may help like the direction you may want your life to go may not lead you to abject, may not lead you to your ultimate happiness. Us getting together may lead you to this happiness. Especially if I'm coming in with the right intentions. Now it may not. That's the risk we all fucking run being plant, being humans on the planet Earth. But to fully discount the benefit of a good teammate is stupid that's why i think guy friendships last longer that's why i think guys friendship guys are able to make friends faster and keep friends longer like and make friends faster and keep friends longer and have better friendships because we understand the value of a good teammate even if i don't really like the person as a team and i'm just bringing it back to sports I've played on teams where I did not like the people. My senior year, most of the people on my soccer team, I wanted to fuck up. For good reason, because they used to fuck with me and they fucked with me since third grade, either third grade or sixth grade, depending. And so these motherfuckers, I wanted to just be. If the coach said, hey, you can hit everybody on the team, just one, you can pick 10 people just to punch. It'd probably been the people in my senior class. That's it. Because everybody, all the other all the juniors, and t- I, I ain't worried about them. I ain't worried about fucking Thorla. Why? He's Thorla. No diss to him, but just like, I didn't have any issue with him. I didn't know him long enough. <laughs> you know? But there's people on that team to, for the longest, growing up, like, they, all they did was suck. Just like, man, if I ever get a chance to fuck you up, I'm gonna fuck you up. But come game time... I pass them the ball, they pass me the ball. Like, that's just kind of how it was. We wanted to fucking win. For some a uh, the, the point, Phil Woodland, me and Phil Woodland go back to when we were kids, 6th grade. And then come junior year, he's a sophomore, I'm junior. Me and him, for just some reason, were just beefing. And I don't even fucking know why. Because we used to be fucking cool. Phil was part of the whole clique to where we where we lived at off of Hines Road. He was part of our crew. I don't know when the fuck this nigga and I started having issues. Because it wasn't me. I had no issue with this nigga. For what? Nothing. Never dissed him over nothing. I don't think we dated the same girl or ever tried to. I never had any issue with this nigga. We would go at it. But come game time, I know I need this nigga. And vice versa. Like, so we coexisted. So guys are able to coexist better with each other when there's a common goal that needs to be fucking achieved. And I tell you, it's like, if you're waiting, and I think it's because women, women, women want their, the God that they want to have everything just ready. They can just walk into like, all right, cool. You have the perfect house, perfect job, perfect car, and I can just sit and we can go from there. And so they think they have to have their life like that. Bitch, have you not noticed that a bunch of gir- women get married to famous and or powerful men who don't do shit? Who didn't do a damn thing like guys will it got a guy will win the lottery. Catch his check, walk into McDonald's, see the most beautiful girl he's ever met in his entire life, and fuck with her. Go ahead, put her on the team. We don't need you to have everything. You think that we need you to have everything for us to really be with you, but we don't. Like, it's part of a growth process. Like, oh, we're trying to grow. Like, if you're already perfect, then there. what do you mean grow how? How do you grow from more a position where you think you're perfect? You know, and like I said, and this is just heteronormative. Obviously, I can't tell you what goes on in gay, in gay relationships. I'm not gay, I can't tell you, what, I can kind of tell you what goes on in lesbian relationships. It's Very, um, patriarchal, weirdly enough. But it, it's weird, you can't keep telling people how bad you are, putting up these walls, pushing people away. And then when they get tired of dealing with the shit, walk away and be like, see, you're just like everybody else. No, get the fuck out of here. You're being a child. You're creating an atmosphere to where I have nothing to do but leave or look like or be uh, mentally abused by you. You just must not love me. What are you talking about? I have to work. Like, no, I'm not just going to drive three hours away. Because you're sad. I have to work. I can't. That I'll come a few days from now. Like, are, are you going to kill yourself? Unless you're going to kill yourself, I can't do it. I got to pay for shit. It's just a bit taxing mentally. To just see people constantly, year after fucking year, keep telling you how toxic they are. How unapproachable they are, how unfriendly they are. Like the dumbest thing is like, I'll, like you see these bitch-ass dudes co-sign this dumb shit, and girl put, um, I want to date a girl who's mean. Like bro, she don't even like me. I know she don't like you. Like bro, why are you dating a girl that you don't even that barely even likes you? That's dumb. Stop it. That makes no fucking sense. You're both losers. You're she's a sadist and you're a masochist. Congratulations. You're in a toxic relationship. I don't, I've never, relationships are actually very fucking simple. I mean, re- disregarding if there's children or not. People just make them fucking complicated. And I think a lot of us, I think growing up to maybe our parents dislike. Personally, I don't know. Maybe they're they're happy this way. But you gotta think, like at 33 years, if I go back 30 years ago, my mom and dad were married and they had an apartment together. And but pre- let's go back to when my sister was born. Let's go back to 27 years, 1993. They had. Actually, no, let's go 94 because I should move. So by 31 and 30, my mom and dad had a degree. My dad was working on a second one and a mortgage, two cars, careers. My dad was still at Acre Daily. Like, I don't think most most of my friends are single and not married, living in apartments or single date or dating and not married. And then it's like. Our we have more freedom to self-actualize. And it's given us more chances to seek happiness on our own. We don't have this regimented happiness. Because even 30 years before, their parents were married and had a house ha- or working towards a house. Like so we get we're in this weird limbo to where we're rejecting everything our parents did. Or desperately trying to get like that. And it's it's two different ways on a pendulum. I don't get it, dude. I don't. We need to really figure out, like... I was married, but I had a fucking horrible husband. Because I was so self-destructive. And being self-destructive, I allowed myself to do self-destructive shit. Like, self-destruct and destroy the fucking marriage. But I, th- I think it's just like, because we, everything, we were given so much choice and so much freedom, it left a wide gap for things to go wrong. Don't want to get married again? I don't fucking know. I don't know. It has to be beneficial. Not even just love, but just financially. It's fucking you know, prenups are, are, are useful. They're there for a reason. What I'm not going to do is just tell somebody how bad, tell the whole world on a weekly basis uh, via memes or via someone else's via shared statuses or just via myself typing out the fucking status saying how, how bad of a husband I'd be. People pay attention to you when you say shit. You may not think so, but the dude who really like, and this is for, for chicks, the dude who really likes you is paying attention to the shit that you're saying. And if you just keep talking about how bad you are, he's going to probably be smart enough to be like, well, I guess I just should just believe this person. When someone them who shows you who they are, believe them. She keeps saying she's a horrible partner. She's saying, no, she don't want anyone to talk to her. I guess I don't talk to her. And ladies, I get it. Like, it can be annoying to have dudes in your DMs all the time trying to fuck. I get it. That would suck. It's probably like a a rich dude having people hit him up for money all the time. No one... Very few people give a fuck about the plight of the attractive woman or the rich man. Very few people do. Like... Women get anxiety from too much attention too much unwanted attention or too much unsought effort attention and guys get depression from not enough reciprocated attention so you're freaking out while dude A or girl a is freaking out while dude a is down on his luck and thinking about like well clearly no one loves me the one girl that i do want says they don't want anyone to talk to him so it's It's just, it's just inconvenient to a lot of you. And I get, no one's really, truly, truly over the hills, happy 100% of the time. But you can at least try to be content. If you don't want people to talk, like I said, it's just the consistency. I'm all about the consistency. Either say, hey, I don't, either be upfront about who you want to approach you. And then stick to that. Or stop saying you don't want anyone to approach you. Which so like just I mean say that, but don't be surprised when no one fucking approaches you, or the people or the person that you want to approach you doesn't approach you, and they treat you persona non grata. You did this to see your fucking self. Why won't anyone talk to me? You said not to talk to you. And get out of fucking bad relationships. It's fucking dumb. Like, quit complaining about your bad relationship and get the fuck out. No one told you to con- to procreate with this person who you don't fucking like. Or no one told you to buy a house with this person who you don't fucking like. Or to get a joint bank account with this person you don't fucking like. You did it. Like, it's weird seeing couples. Like, not even a couple, like, people, like... Post about how shitty their partner is, but continue to still be with that partner. Like, what are you, are you dumb? Are you physically trapped there? Like, why can't you leave? Like, why are you still there? This isn't Orlando, Florida. You can go make it on your own. Like, in 2020, like, I'm not fucking with people who want not fucking with me. And this is it. I fucks with a lot of people. I reach out. I say what's up. Even if it's not through D like through Messenger or DM, I'll respond to a status like it. Like, all right, cool, I'm paying attention. But I'm not chasing ghosts anymore. Fuck that, dude. Fuck it. I have better shit to do. Everybody just has these ideas that this perfect person is gonna fight and climb over every fucking one. No, there are too many dope ass girls to keep cli- to try to. There are too many dope ass girls who want to have a partner than to keep trying to fight for the one girl who doesn't. Like, what the fuck is in it for me? What the fuck? What who am? What am I getting for dealing with all this bullshit before I even get a chance to date you? What is it? What am I getting? Is there a prize? Because if it's the same whack box every other guy left you after smashing, if it's the same shitty ass jokes and overshared memes, if it's the same shitty attitude, if it's the same lack of ambition, if it's the same lack of it empathy, if it's the same lack of direction, lack of self awareness that I'm giving almost every other guy I'm gonna go to the girl who's easier to get with hoes is winning because hoes are easier to get with there's even if it's the same amount of drama i'm at least i'm at least tapping but i'm not finna feel like i'm stalking you or doing too much if i'm texting you to check on you and see how you're doing like all right cool and i'm gonna start saying i told you so in 2020 i pay attention so i notice a lot of fucking shit if you tell me something, I'll keep my mouth shut. But I'm like, I'm gonna be like, yo, this is not a good situation for you to be in. And if you continue to stay in it, then it goes bad. Be like, I told you so. But this ain't the. I have this one home girl Every time she's in a situation where it ends up being shitty, I end up selling, like, yo, this is what's about to happen. It's like, no, I can be different. All right, bet. With her ex husband, it ended up the exact way I thought it was gonna be. With her boyfriend, who was a fucking pill head, ended up the exact same way I thought it was be. With her other dude that she was, met, I was like, it's going to end up the same fucking way. There's no change. And she would get mad like, you don't have to say, it. I was like, I'm not going to say I told you so, but I told you so. I'm like, I'm, I'm looking out for your best interest. And with dudes, it's a little bit different. We can hold our homeboy friends accountable like, nigga, yo, stop messing with this girl. She's not helping. You're setting yourself up for a situation that you're not going to like. And then you can be more fucking on point with your boy. Like, this is what about to happen. Break down, break down, break down. And go from point A to point B to point C to point D to point E to point F. And tell him what's going to fucking happen. And you're watching all these steps, guys. So when it gets to fucking D, more often than not, the fr- guy friends like, oh shit, I'm out. Like, I don't need to be a part of this. I think we all need to... Look at ourselves and egos and what we want, and start saying what we actually want. If you want, like, just say, if you like a person, if ladies, if you like a dude, I'm gonna give y'all some fucking game. I know I'm gonna go up a little bit over, but ladies, I'm gonna lead you to fucking listen up. And fellas, I'm actually I'm only giving away if you're a dirtbag. I'm gonna later them, give you some help. You're more than likely, more often than not, gonna be at a disadvantage when it comes to dudes your purs- dudes you like because you are allowing yourself to be pursued. And what I mean is most dudes are not creative. Most people aren't fucking creative. But most people just aren't but just going to leave that dudes. So, a guy's going to ask you some set questions. Whatever those questions are, he's going to ask them. And when you're out on a date or whatever talking to him, and most girls are going to repeat the questions if they if Repeat the same questions if they, if they repeat anything at all, or ask the question about the guy at all. And so we already have his answers ready. Uh, so my sisters, if I go to a girl like, Hey, what's your favorite color? Oh, what's your favorite? Well, who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Why? she said, so, well, who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Why? I already know the answer. Even if I'm fucking lying, I have something set up to keep the conversation flowing. And if you could buy any car, what would it be? Just, these are just examples. You know, what's your favorite smell in the kitchen? Stuff like that. Again, just random throwing them out there. I think ladies sell themselves because they never really start asking the questions that they need to ask until it's too fucking late Till you're already suspicious. But By the time he gets suspicious, he already knows how to fucking quote her suspicions. Dummy, like, duh, this game has been played before. He already knows the rebuttals, he already knows what to say. If you like a dude, ask him some questions. Ask him about shit. Ask him shit that makes him think. Because if he can't answer shit under pressure, then that's going to be kind of indicative. Like, oh shit, he really didn't have the best interest at art. Like, no. It's a numbers game. You have to make yourself stand out. It is a buyer's market. The whole concept of I'm just going to wait for my dream guy to just show up. Bitch, get the fuck out of here. With all due respect, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck all the way out of here. Because that's not how this shit works. You have to make yourself be fucking interesting. Like, why should he just approach you? Why should he approach you over your homegirl? Because, again, it's a scarcity. There's a scarcity of available heterosexual men. Why should this, your dream guy, why should he go for you? Why should he pursue you as opposed to your homegirl? Because as quiet as a cat, most girls have the exact same type of dream, dude. Like, they have the same fucking template, and it's hilarious. But why should he go after you instead of your homegirl? Not to down your homegirl, but there has to be a reason. Because like I said, there's a fucking scarcity. So why should you get picked over that? You know, and if you can't answer those fucking questions, you're fucked. Essentially, you being hot is only going to work for so long. And the same with dudes. Like, But the thing with dudes, at least with dudes, even if you're hot in this phase, you can get rich. That's a thing that happens dudes can just cake the fuck up and always keep themselves eligible guys don't give a shit about if you have money or not okay a broke dude gives a fuck out how much money like they'll see you as a come up a financial come up I've never looked at any girl I was there no matter how dope she was no matter how rich she was as a financial come up I don't need your fucking money at all but it, it's it's it comes back too it's like we, you have, there's always competition, you have to sell yourself, but shooting yourself in the foot by telling everybody that you're not approachable is horrible, fuck you, fuck you, you piece of shit, fuck you, that's, that's it, like, it's 2020, like, we're all adults, most of us are over 30, just be more honest about what you want. If you want a specific person, tell that specific person. If it doesn't work out, have a fucking backup plan. I don't know. Shit. Peace.